like, I knew I had, like, a few friends in Korea, right? Like, there's, there's yeah. people that I know that just, you know, like, Korean people that I met that were here, and also, like, also other expats who, you know, just live here long term. Like, I knew there was a couple, but, like, the last week or two has been just, like, nonstop people being like, oh, man, we should, we should go hang out. Go, let's go, uh, let's go grab lunch or grab dinner or something. Yeah. So, like, yesterday, <laughs> we went out. It was, it was the funniest thing. So, um, the most random thing happened where <laughs> a work associate of Jesse's is like the sister-in-law of the president of one of the companies that sponsors the, the ICA. Okay. Yeah. He's like, Oh, Hey, my, you know, my sister or my sister-in-law met you at a, at a clarinet fest in 2018. And she was really impressed. You worked really hard and, you know, she just wanted to say thanks for making that a, a, a pleasant time for her and just talk to you a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's kind of sweet. But also, like, I wonder if there's an ulterior motive because this yeah. is a sponsor and is he trying to, like, elbow in and 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 sort of get, like, the inside track on in, on information and stuff like that, right? Right. And then we met her for dinner and she takes us up to Paju which is like a a smaller town in the north that's like fairly close to the North Korea border. Okay. Um and takes us to this little place, this little Italian restaurant called Farmer's Table. <laughs> and it's, you know, and is just the sweetest lady. She's like probably late 40s, early 50s, but she's Asian, so it's hard to tell cuz they carry their age like incredibly well. Yeah. Um and she's just like the nicest lady and she's just she's glowing and talking about how much music means to her and how much she, you know, how much she loves to hear people play and how much she loves working at the company and getting to getting to work with all these musicians and and how she wanted to play and but she wasn't really talented so she just so she just enjoys listening and helping other people make music and is just the most wholesome person. Yeah. It, it was a super nice time. Two That's days awesome. later, two days later, we meet with uh, a friend who was one of our uh, Korean co-teachers uh, when we worked at the school here back in 2015. Um, we caught up with her and she's like, oh, I'm going to take you guys out to... Uh, an Italian restaurant and this place in Paju. <laughs> and we're like, all right. And we know where she, it's going to be. So the oddly <laughs> enough, the Italian restaurant was here in town here in, in Ilsan, not in Paju. So oh, it was okay. a different place. Okay. But okay. it was also an Italian restaurant. And she said the <laughs> same thing that the other lady said, which is, oh, you've been in Korea for a while, so I bet you're tired of Korean food. So I thought I'd take you out for something different. And I was, and we're both like, that's considerate, but we're here because we're super not tired of Korean food at all. Right. <laughs> but, you know, because we can get Italian food when we go home really, really, really easily. 
<laughs> but you know what? The thought is the thoughts there and it's really considerate. Yeah. So she takes us for lunch. The lunch is amazing. She orders way too much food. <laughs> um we've got like potato we've got like potato cream like gnocchi. Oh yeah, yeah. Um that which was good. really good. Um she ordered like a clam chowder and we had uh like a garlic pasta. And we get through all that, and we're like, oh, man, I'm really full. And she's like, oh, no, wait, the lasagna's coming. And I'm like, okay, hold, wait, hold up. This is too much. <laughs> and the, you know, the, the waitress comes by, and she's like, do y'all want more garlic bread? And I'm like, the garlic bread's really good, but I'm going to explode over here. You're like, I feel sick now. Please mm-hmm. don't do it. So we finished the... We finish that lunch, we, we waddle out of there. Um, and then she's like, I'm going to take you to this cool place in Paju. And it is the exact same place. She pulls into the same parking lot. Um, and it's not just a restaurant. It's actually like a whole, it's actually a whole like little historical village, which is also a thing that we did with a different friend in Guangzhou last week. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's what you talked about, right? The, uh. Oh yeah, no. it's like it's like a it's like a preserve. I don't think I we, I talked about it no, on the you, podcast. You, no, you didn't. I thought I thought you were I thought you were saying you went to the like it you where you had somebody taking you someplace that you had gone previously or something. Yeah, you had mentioned it that. was the same kind of place. <laughs> yeah. So it was like we had these two earlier experiences where we went out with a friend and they're like, "Let me take you to an Italian restaurant. Let me take you to this sort of museum slash historical village type of thing," and. And she's like, oh, and you can make uh, Dalgona, like, in Squid Game. And it's like, we already did that, actually. (laughs) And it's like, it is like a Twilight Zone episode where she is running us through all these things. And it's like, yep, we've already done that, too. Yep, we've been here. Yep, we did that. And eventually we just stopped because we didn't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Because she she had this whole thing planned out. And she's just like, oh, I want to do all these fun things with you. And it's like, let's just do it. Like, don't tell her we've done it all before. Don't tell her. Don't tell her we were here literally forty-eight hours ago. Yeah, just just let it go. Just, just let, let it, go. it. Just let it. Just have fun. So we ended up at a cafe over there, and we said, "I've never done this before in my life. Have you ever just sat in like a cafe or a restaurant or a public place like that where you order food and just sat at a table and talked with people for like six hours?" Uh, yeah, a couple of times, but. It was, it just sort of happened. I don't know. It wasn't yeah, like planned yeah, yeah. or anything like that. But yeah, yeah, no, yeah. like I have sat, I, I've like gone to a coffee shop or something and like pulled out my laptop and worked. Okay, yeah. That's a different thing. We no, actually that's, that's just, for sure. yeah, we were just, we went in there and we got some, some, you know, the people who like coffee got coffee and the people who like tea, which is me and don't mm-hmm. like coffee got tea i got a i got a chamomile tea and we just sat there and just caught up on stuff and talked about stuff until like 8 p.m like we went there we went there in like early afternoon and like i'm like i'm exhausted because i'd had a mid like a mid evening meeting at like 2 30 and didn't get like didn't get enough sleep on the like before or after that yeah um so I'm talking, you know, like, we're like, oh, we're going to go out with Karen and, uh, uh, and when we get back, 
I'm probably going to take a nap because I'm like really tired. And that was at like 12. I woke up to stream that morning. Okay, yeah. That was the day I finished Infernax. Yes. Which we will talk about in a moment. Um, yeah, I woke up and I finished the, the very end, last little bit stuff of, of Infernax. And uh, and then we went out. I, I got ready and we went out to meet Karen for what we told was what we were told was lunch and was lunch. And then we just sat there in a cafe and just like caught up on stuff and just talked about, you know, the school and what everyone's doing now and just life stuff. And yeah, it was super cool. It was it was a super cool day, even though it was like a weird Twilight Zone episode where like even like we went in there and there was like a candy shop and she picked up literally like the same two or three like candy and toys that our other friend in in Guangzhou did like this like literally went right over and was like oh here's a here's like a, a lollipop and it tastes like beer it's shaped like a beer mug and it's oh, like a sounds, beer that sounds terrible <laughs> it didn't taste like beer at all oh, i know okay, this i know this because i actually tried a non-alcoholic beer for the first time like a few oh, wow. days ago Going to, going to Korea is getting you to drink. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's been a wild week. We we did a lot of stuff, and uh, now we are. Uh, we were like, it got to be like six or seven o'clock, and I'm like still exhausted because I haven't had that nap. And she looks over to me. He's like, "Oh, are you tired?" <laughs> She's like, oh, are you tired? I'm like, oh, I'm a little bit, but I'm okay. She's like, I understand, but I'm not letting you leave. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> it's like, that's that's actually kind of sweet. And like, if I, if I didn't know you better, I would feel slightly threatened. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, it was, it was really nice. Um, I've... It's just one of those things, like, we've gone out and met a bunch of people. We've got plans to meet with a bunch of them again. Uh, we might be setting up a meeting to uh, meet with a couple of the kids that we taught and their parents Aww. to hang out, which is going to be weird because they're all, like, we taught them all as, like, kindergartners, and they're all going into middle school now. Yeah, they're going to be way older. And but they're, they're like, still young enough where I they'll... they'll there's a chance that they're like, this is so fun. <laughs> yeah, like, like I, I have this whole thing where it's like, are they going to remember us? Like, how well do you remember your kindergarten teacher? I, I mean, I remember mine really well. I think they're going to remember you for sure. Okay. Especially since you guys were uh, a wholly unique thing. Yeah. You, you white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, you know, this is the place to go if being white, if you want being white to be a whole unique thing. Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, no, I think they'll definitely remember you. Yeah, so that's, uh, that's the story of how I went to, like, two Italian restaurants and two different, like, preserved historical villages from, like, the 70s and 80s in the same week. <laughs> In two different cities, on it's, two different sides of the country. <laughs> it's weird to think about because Korea's South Korea is not 
super huge, right? No, no. Like, the it's... closest parallel, like, because it works in both size and shape. So I always tell people it's. Sorry about engine noise. We are next to a street. Okay. Um, the uh, I always tell people South Korea, like, think about the state of Indiana. Yeah, it's about that size and shape. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, it is. It's like I think it's a little bit shorter and a little bit wider, but generally, like, if you think about if you think about the state of Indiana, you got an approximation. That's yeah, that's a good one. So yeah. So now sounds... we have now we have plans to uh, we got to the end of that night and she's like, hey, you know what? You should come just hang out at my house and we're going to order right. chicken <laughs> and just and just like chill out wait, at my wait, house. Wait. Fried chicken. Of course, fried chicken. OK, good. <laughs> you, you had me then. That's it. That would that would be all I need to hear. <laughs> and like specifically the really good style of, of Korean fried chicken that hasn't caught on in the U.S. yet. And I don't know why there's mm. like mm. Gangjong chicken is incredible it is my favorite kind of chicken anywhere hands down because it is like it's like fried like popcornish style chicken that yeah. is covered in this like sweet and spicy like sort of honey corn syrupy glaze oh yeah that sounds great it is it is indescribably good and like I've had Korean fried chicken in the U.S., but nobody does gangjong, and I don't know why. It mm. is like the most American-friendly flavor. It's so like it is. It is sweet and spicy and savory, and it has such a good texture. And it's so. I think that's. I think that's true with a lot of cultures, right? Like, so there, there's food. Uh, in Brazil that I think would do really well in America, but mm. it's just, I don't know. It doesn't catch on for some reason or it hasn't, or it hasn't been in a position to, or whatever it is. And there's or just even nobody, nobody that, has had the thought of like, huh, I bet they would like this here. I should, I should make this here. Yeah. It's possible. Or people are uncomfortable going to the place or whatever it is. So, so yeah. there's some areas of Michigan that have a fairly big Brazilian population because mm. of, um, I want to say it was for some, one of the car companies, was higher there was a lot of brazilians being hired i don't mm. remember why but some of the corporations and stuff around you know detroit and stuff were were uh, it might have been ford didn't henry ford have that whole thing where he tried to like open a factory in brazil and he did yeah, that whole weird ford town thing <laughs> I, I honestly don't know but i do know that there's there are some bakeries that were that popped up that served mm some Brazilian pastries and stuff, and they were really good. But awesome. the people you ever see, there are <clears throat> other Brazilians. <laughs> right. It's, it's very rare to see non-Brazilians going there. So I don't know if it's like, there's probably, I bet you that type of chicken. What would what, you say was Gyan? Gangjong. Gangjong. Man, some words are really hard to get. I think I still said it wrong, but it's really hard to get it out sometimes. Um, the, uh, I, will, I will type it in the, uh, in the discord chat. Just oh yeah, get... but I, I I bet you there's some places in America that serve it. Like there's probably like one or two places or something like that, right? That has it, but it just hasn't caught on for some reason. Yeah, no, I assume it exists somewhere, and I've had okay. I've had like an approximation of it, but it's mm -hmm. just it's not the, it's same not the same thing. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, it could be it the type is. of flour and stuff. Too. Like, it's it's interesting. I didn't, I never thought about because I don't cook, and so I get in my head like, oh yeah, it's one thing, and then that's it. Like, if you have flour, it's flour. If it's like, oh no, that's very not true. Yeah. <laughs> it looks roughly like this. If it'll go through here in a minute. Okay, cool. Someday. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it just it pretty much looks like, uh, you know, it like looks like fried chicken. Sour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like yeah, though. that one in particular looks more like a looks more like a like sort a of Chinese, American, American Chinese dish, food. Yeah. yeah, and it, it honestly doesn't look that much different from that. It just it doesn't taste like that at all. It's it's more <laughs> right. it's more sweet. I think uh, we tried to make it once. I think it has like I think it's got corn syrup involved, but we tried to make it and it didn't work out very well, and it made my it made my tummy mad. <laughs> That's not particularly hard, though. <laughs> That's true. That is true. We actually went to a place that was, like, specifically gangjong chicken. Like, yeah. it's, like, in the name of the restaurant. And I'm like, oh, this is the good place. <laughs> and we place. ordered a large bucket. And, I like, when I tell you that bucket was the size of my torso, like, it's... Seriously? That is just about. <laughs> oh, my God, that's huge. It was the most chicken i have ever ordered at one time and it had like dude it had pieces of like like quarters of like fried sweet potato in there oh, that were covered so in the good. same sauce and that god so good. that was good so anyway the reason this is all relevant is because she said um that she would order there is a place near her house that has really good, specifically gangjong chicken, and she would order from that place. Okay, and you're like, yeah, okay, well, yeah, we'll, you know, yeah, we'll hang yeah, out I'm with in. you because of that. Super in, <laughs> super, super in on that. So we got plans to do that next week. We've got plans to go hang out at a sports bar with our friend and watch Korea play in the World Cup, mm -hmm. which is going to be a cool experience. Yeah, isn't it starting now? Yeah, the World Cup well, is that Korea doesn't play until Thursday, right? Yeah, so no, Jesse gets to go to Whiskey Weasel and watch the World Cup for her birthday. Nice, just the way she drew it up. <laughs> uh, well, sometimes this might be more fun than Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's true because it is also that day. <laughs> we talked about possibly uh, we went to Costco the other day, and oh, that uh, just sounds so exciting. <laughs> A Costco, well, Korean Costco is an experience because it's still okay, Costco, why? but then it has like half what you expect and half like, what is this? You go into the seafood section oh, and I there's see. just like racks and racks of like, you know, like the, the sort of white foam plate with the plastic wrap over it that you'd expect to see like ground beef or chicken breast or something in. Yeah. In like any grocery store. Okay. Well that, but like. You know, fish with the heads on them and like a whole ass <laughs> octopus. Yeah. Yeah. So the, you know, the critters that are being sold are slightly different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like they're still tasty. I've had them, but like it's not, you wouldn't expect to walk into a, you know, a Costco in, you know, Ohio and see a squid. No. No. But be cool <laughs> if you did, though. <laughs> anyway so that was an experience 
<laughs> yeah, listen, Squid's good, okay? Like straight up. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna pretend. Like I fried squid is a good food. I like it. It is pretty good. Um I don't like it when it's uh chew chewy. Y- well, like when they have like a if it's just the squid without being fried. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a, I'm not as fan of that. I mean I guess I'm a fan of deep fried foods, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, so, that does help. I um, mean, I literally, my first experience with squid was literally deep fried on a stick. Yeah. yeah. And like battered. I, I, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. It, this, li- like, I know this is like the, I know this is like the silly cliche that people say about strange meats, but literally tasted like chicken. Yeah. I, I had something, I think it was an octopus tentacle or whatever where they, fried it on a stick and they put cheese in it or something like that it was great it was it was very not what i would have expected but i i I don't know it was fun to it was fun to eat something that was way out of left field for me yeah yeah no especially when it lands right (laughs) yeah like it's disgusting you're like oh god what have i done yeah it's like well that was an experience (laughs) i like the mint chocolate burger was kind of like that where it's like well i i sure did eat that I mean, and I will, did. I will remember it, but like uh, I, when I you will, try something I, I that, remember it. Yeah. <laughs> when you try something that sounds weird, but then it's actually awesome. It's like, oh, wow. No, like, yeah. Okay. I understand why people would not eat this, but people should eat this. <laughs> yeah. That was basically my experience with, uh, with fried squid is like, oh yeah, this would totally like eating things with tentacles would absolutely turn people off. But like, no, get in there. <laughs> oh, I, I I remember you talking about Jesse was gonna eat. Um, she has not done it, and I don't know if we're going to. We haven't. Okay. We like we haven't found a place that serves it, but we also haven't looked very hard. Yeah, yeah it's and, like oh well, if we happen to find it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's the type of thing where you have to really go out and and make a plan to do it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, um, you can't just be like, oh, I'm feeling a little hungry, a little peckish, maybe. Yeah. I'll- and that's mostly what we've done is just like, what's nearby? Let's try that place. Yeah. Which has resulted in a whole lot of eating pork cutlet. Because mm, that, that just always said like the, the tonkatsu here is so good and it's just everywhere and it's always like it always slaps. So that's like an easy go to when you don't know what to eat. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, our our Korea adventures wrap up in about a week. Oh, so uh, it probably, is, I was, that's what I was going to ask you is, is if you're because I thought you were there through the end of November, but I couldn't remember. It's just about the end of November. I think our, our flight back is uh, next Monday, the 28th. OK, yeah. And we will actually get back on the 29th because it's a long ass flight. Or it maybe is, we no. won't, actually. I think we'll get back on the 29th Korea time. But because of time zones, we actually you get a time travel backwards. It's yeah. pretty cool. I think we actually land. We have a connecting flight, but I think we actually land in Minnesota like two hours before we take off. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So it's, that's it's a really fun. it's kind of awesome. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the fallback from hell. <laughs> I, I think I, I'm lucky because I can kind of nap on a plane and be OK. So it's sort of like sweet. I didn't lose any time. But if if it's. If it's not, you're sort of like, what's going on? Why am I exhausted? It's the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it My actually so it actually works out okay. We might be able to like largely avoid the the major jet lag. 
Yeah. Because we actually get back at around like 10 o'clock p.m. Oh, that's perfect. No, that's really perfect. So we'll be exhausted and just go to sleep and we'll probably just wake up at like seven or eight or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really nice because then, then it's all then you're well, then it's all over. Like you, you've you've worked out your any problems you might have with sleep in a lot of ways then. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah or, I mean, like, even if we even if we're really, really exhausted from like not only the flight, but just the whole trip. And it's like we're in our own bed and and it's like yeah, we end up sleeping like for like 10 or 11 hours. We're still up at like nine. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, heck, I mean, even if you got up at 10 or 11 in the morning, it would still be on a relatively like, like that was a normal schedule for me for a long time. <laughs> that's a more or less normal schedule for me now. Even yeah. I've been waking up a lot earlier since we've been here. But mm-hmm. mostly just because, honestly, we want to do stuff. We well, yeah, but we've also just never gotten a chance to get on a really consistent normal schedule because we keep having to wake up in the middle of the night for meetings. Oh yeah, of course. Well, and even now, as I as I talk to you, it is like eleven forty five p.m. Yeah. So, which is actually a really nice and normal time as these things have gone. Because, like, mm-hmm. next Tuesday, I've got, like, a 4.30, 6.30, and 7.30 a.m. meeting in the same day. So it's just like, don't, just don't sleep. Or sleep yeah. really early and just wake up at 4. Do you have Do you have any, are the curtains on the windows any good? Yes, actually, they're very good. Okay. Which then, is, then... it's also a west-facing window, so in the morning, the, the sunlight doesn't pour in quite as aggressively. Sure. Um... Though in the afternoon it is blinding and hot. <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> when you might want a nap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you have you changed your what is comfortable for you though, because when you were playing the game the one day, Jesse said, "Hey, it's eighty degrees in here," and you're like, "Oh, I had no idea." Is yeah, that, was that just a random occurrence of that day? Or it was that like day. That was also a hotel a room, so it was like big and sort of uh, and sort of well ventilated. It didn't feel like eighty. But then when uh, I like okay. when I, and I was also just kind of sitting still. So when I got up and started moving around, I was like, "Oh, it's hot in here." But for some <laughs> reason, I just didn't notice it before. You were you were just creating the Infernax environment. I guess so. <laughs> so let's talk about Infernax. Enough about my Korea adventures for now. We'll have at least one more week of uh, of discussing the the events but it's kind of a big thing that's going on for me right now so apologies for for taking up the uh like the entire first half of the podcast just talking about travel things i don't think anybody minds but yeah so uh been playing infernax finished it the other day um you finished finished it and then finished finished it. finished, finished and yeah. then finished it <laughs> yeah like i played it through literally three times in a row and regret not a well i sort of regret the doing the bad ending because it made you feel sad it feels bad to do but like (laughs) but you got to do it as a mage that felt worse because exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's how come i was telling you to use the game gd codes that playthrough (laughs) because that was really hard on that playthrough especially yeah yeah, I think that's why they gave it to you then, because you're probably like you just did the true good one, so they're like, oh yeah, they they're gonna wanna they're gonna wanna you know do do the the evil one now, and so they give you the code for the mage, thinking that that like that was absolutely on purpose. Yeah, yeah, I fell into that trap. 
Uh, um, well, I, by, <laughs> I certainly helped push you into it. <laughs> that game is really fun. Um, it, aside from having, like, you know, decent, like, above-average, future-proofed game design. Like, it's it's basically, like, if you... Future-proofed is not the wrong word. Is not the right word. What I'm trying to say is, like, it's taking design ideas from, like, Zelda 2 and Castlevania 2 and ironing out the problems with those games to make it a smoother yeah. experience. Which yep. is the same thing that you get from Shovel Knight, that you get from uh, Bloodstained to an extent. Um, it's just, like, this old game that you remember improved. Mm-hmm. And, and it will be good and it will be good enough where you'll be able to play it for, you know, I would imagine forever if that's the yeah. style of game you like, because now it's, it's the, the, the controls of Infernax are they're, they're really tight. Like it feels very yes. good just to play. Yes. And I exactly. don't think that will change. Yeah. No, it's it's it is timeless in its in its design. But yeah. like for a while, I was like, this is really good and fun to play. I wouldn't th- I wouldn't say it's special. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The the um, first playthrough is like this is cool. And yeah, that's that's about where it's it fun ends. game, and it's you know, uh, the pacing is good. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's got a few little side things to do, which lead to nice, satisfying boss battles. Um, the dungeons are all pretty good. They're yep. they're fairly well designed. There's some a good balance of like platforming and combat. Mm-hmm. Like it's all it's all in there. It's all like it's all just above average to good. To really good. And then you hit that like last hour and you get that true ending. And it's like, oh, oh, they're okay. They were going to put the cherry on top and then they dumped the whole can of cherries. <laughs> it's like, let's just make a pie. It, yeah. <laughs> and this is now, this has become a different thing. Yeah. The, 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 the way that they set up the the whole like the overarching story and going through the game in different ways is is it's just awesome yeah like it's and it's memorable it goes from being a a really good experience to being a a very memorable one that i was you know that's that's why i was i wanted you to play it was because of all of the crazy stuff that happens after beating the game i was (laughs) surprised at the degree to which the um the routes diverge and the gameplay becomes different when mm-hmm. you when you veer onto the the evil route um to the point where like you've got different you've got an entirely different branch of side quests and npcs and like home bases to go to yeah yeah like is is a the dungeons are the same but it's like those those are the only things that are the same Everything yeah, like, else is like you got a whole different like wing of the game to go to. It, I thought it was going to be as simple as like just do the other binary choice. Yeah, like right? here's the other choice and now move along. Do the red actions instead of the blue actions and play the rest of the game the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it hits a point about like 60 to 70 percent in where it's like and now here's all of the new other stuff that you didn't get to do before. Yep. The new boss fights, the new side quests, the new the new zones. Like, it was really, really cool. And that final, like, ending sequence was on the on the evil route. Where yeah. you fight oh, yeah. you, the whole like siege on the city and fighting Tancred and everything. Like Yeah. 
that was all that was really 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 well done and then going from that directly into the like true ending where it's they just throw the entire game out the window and build you a new one for one stage (laughs) they're like somebody was thinking this will be fun i want this to happen yep and they made it happen (laughs) and that's the that's the fun thing about indie games again we say it again and again and again it's like these are people who are just doing what they think is fun and following their passion and just doing it yep and no one's there to tell them no. Yeah, it's, so they it's, just do it. I, do, I don't even want to say what it is because I want people yeah, to Yeah, I was very careful it. not to. Yeah. Cuz it's 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 <laughs> worth getting to it and finding out. Even if you use even if you use all the the, the cheat codes and the accessibility stuff, the the experience of getting there will still be yeah, <laughs> will still be fun. I promise. Yeah, absolutely. It's not even the type of thing where it's like you feel good because you like earned it. Like it's not like a, a weird Dark Souls thing where it's like well, you got to earn it and then it, it, it's good payoff for your effort. It's like no, just yeah. just play through the game and see how long it is one thing, and then see what they do with that. Exactly. It's it's a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. And I, I sort of want to play, or I, well, maybe not play it again, but I, I want to, I haven't looked up what the achievements are because uh, some of the people in your chat were talking about the achievements. And since I played on Switch, I didn't pay attention to any mm, of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it sounds like there's some goofy stuff that you would do, be, or there's some things that I didn't do that the achievements would encourage you to do, which sound funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what was the one that I, uh, oh, the the sleeping the sleeping ending. <laughs> yeah, that's was isn't really that good. The best one to end on. I'm so happy. Yeah, that you, was really good. That, that was <laughs> That was very I mean, it's there's so many fun little touches like that. You got the Mario 2 uh you got the Mario 2 reference on that ending. You got the um you've got the straight Castlevania 2 reference on the uh kneeling down at the cliffside and getting swept <laughs> yeah. up in the tornado. Yeah. which was like that was the first moment where i was like ah, okay this is where we're headed they know <laughs> yeah they understand they're like they're they're right there with me <laughs> um yeah there, there's a ton of fun little fun little moments like that that just make the game really 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 worth playing um, and the music's fantastic the music is extremely good. I only, I'm only missing two achievements now that I'm actually looking at it. Oh yeah, oh, really? okay. Oh, okay, yeah. I know I could do these. Yeah, well, and you're missing a couple of the endings. There was one that you could have got pretty easily if you knew it was there. Um, I think, but it doesn't really matter. The other endings aren't real. They're like the they're kind of, you know, like the the choice at the end of. Um, Streets of Rage 2 was like, do you want to be a bad guy? Okay, ha, 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 ha. And then, the you know, yeah. it ends with you being evil. Right. Um, so it's yeah. that kind of, or evil in a different way of being evil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, this, like, they really drive home the evil. Like, you <laughs> oh, yeah, are evil in this game. <laughs> well, and it's fun because the first time you play through, the you are accidentally evil. I bet most people are accidentally evil a bunch of times. Well, because... Like, you don't know what to expect from the game, right? And there's a lot of dudes in town just telling you, hey, go kill something. (laughs) And you're like, 
I don't know. Let me go talk to them first. Maybe, like, I <laughs> I don't have any choice? context for, like, what or why. You just said, this thing is an abomination. Go kill it. And I I don't know. I don't know if I trust. I don't know you. I don't know who this who this is. Like, I'm going to need more information. And so you yeah. go with the like you. I found myself going with the choice that was like, don't kill them sight unseen without actually like trying to figure out what's going on. And yes, those and were just is- the bad choices. <laughs> and that, my friend, is the wrong choice. That is the wrong choice. <laughs> murder, murder is the option, apparently. If someone tells you to kill something, you kill it. Except for the first guy who says, kill me. Him, you just wait until he transforms into some kind of grotesque monster, and then you kill him anyway. Twice, <laughs> just- actually. The one of the reasons why when when um when you got the game I was when you were sort of like, Oh, I don't know if I want to play it, I'm not sure if it's gonna if I'm in the mood for that. I was like, Yeah, then don't. Just don't play it right now. Because I didn't want you to get through the game and then be kind of like, Yeah, that was fun, but whatever, and not be interested enough to to kind to do of do the other endings. Right, because that's where the real fun was yeah. in my head. So I was like, you know, don't play it then. Just wait. Just wait until there's a moment where you're like, Hey, this seems fun now. Yeah. So well, I'm, like, I'm it's, so glad it's, you waited. It's absolutely like up my alley. So I, I played it on Halloween because it was like it was Halloween and I was in Korea and I only had my laptop. So I was like, I need something that I can just play easily. Right. Yeah. And it's Halloween. So I might as well make it theme appropriate. So what have I got? And this was like the only thing on the list. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, when, hey, and- you know what? That game looks fun. Let's give it a go. Yeah, and the gameplay and, is absolutely yeah. It's, like if it just on its own, it's Dean for sure. Yeah, it's completely up my alley. So I played it for like two hours, and I was like, "Okay, I'm in. Mm-hmm. You got me." It, which is basically what I knew would happen. Like I <laughs> had yeah, no, <laughs> I had no like doubts. In fact, I was so sure that it was going to happen. That was part of the reason I didn't start it because I knew I was going to get hooked on it and not want to play anything else until it was done. So. Good that I chose now to do it at a time when I'm not exactly uh, I'm not exactly streaming regularly. It's pretty much just if I wake up in the morning and it's a decent time, and it's like <laughs> yeah. I've actually got some time to do stuff. It's like okay, we'll do a stream. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was it worked out very well. Yeah, otherwise it would not have taken me three weeks to get through this game, even even considering I went through it three times. No, it it's it's not a. Uh... It can be a longer, like you went through it faster than a lot of people would, but it's not a, it's not like a super long game or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I think it's fairly, um, it's fairly compact and contained, and that actually uh, lends itself well to requiring multiple playthroughs because it doesn't yeah, feel like you just played a forty-hour game and it's like, great, do that two more times. Yeah, no, that would have been even Undertale terrible. is a relatively short game. Sure, but. It is such a slog to get through it all that, like, it's part of the reason that people get so up in arms about doing the right ending first. Because the the way the game is designed, the way the game is designed, like, it pretty much is, it pretty much expects you to get a neutral ending first, which is what I did in Infernax. Mm -hmm. Like, and then it's like, hey, maybe you don't kill people. And then you can get a better ending. Yeah. 
And then you have to go through all of that and do that again. But it's like an eight to ten hour game. So it's like that kind of feels like a lot for I guess if you like skip text and you don't talk to people. But like that's where all the fun of the game is. So for Infernax being like, I would say probably a five to six hour game. I yeah, that's maybe, also maybe. it's also depending on how long it takes you to get through things. I was able to burn through it pretty quickly my second time through because I knew what to expect. Yeah. Well, even your first time through, you you um, you got through stuff really fast, I would say. But it didn't, especially since the game, the, the core gameplay is action. So it doesn't really feel like it drags at any point. No. And you can kind of like rush through it faster if you're comfortable with it. It didn't feel like, because the game is relatively compact, it didn't feel like it was a uh, too big of an ask to no. go through it and get the other endings. That didn't seem yeah, like that big of a deal. And I was I was excited to do it because I was having fun with the gameplay. Mm-hmm. And and quite literally, you can be invincible if you're like, I don't feel like doing this. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> it's so so it's asking you to play through the game multiple times is not it's not it's not like one of those. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to do what? It's yeah, like, all yeah, right, yeah. cool. And you just hop right in. I mean, there are like 100-hour JRPGs that are like, now try hard mode (laughs) or New Game Plus or whatever. And it's like, I I have other things to do. You know, as much as I love Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger, I've I've played through those games a bunch of times, but never back-to-back or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a, like, I very rarely play any games back-to-back. It, it mm-hmm. has to be a very particular type of game and a very special experience for me to want to just dive right back in and keep going. <laughs> yeah. Now, it, like, this is different because, like, it literally required it and there was, like, different content to see. So it didn't feel like just doing everything the same way over again. Sure. But I, there are some games that I will just play and and just keep going. Because it's like, no, I don't want to stop yet. I'm not ready for it to be over. Yeah, I think I did that with Bloodstained, actually. I think I just, like, played it through a second time immediately. Yeah, that game that game was so good. Yeah. I never did any of the, the bonus, or, like, the, the later DLC stuff. Yeah, they added the, uh, they added uh, Zangetsu as a playable character, and I played him a little bit. And found him to be fun, but then, like, not as deep as i wanted him to be and he has the it's the issue where like a lot of the fun of the game is like collecting moves yes it is and having like different move sets and zangetsu basically has everything unlocked from the start oh no yeah that wouldn't be fun so it's it's just kind of like the arcade style like go through with your full kit from the start so that you don't have that sort of metroidvania-esque um like exploration deal yeah that's sort of my favorite part of the exactly my series so i got through like a i got through like a part of it and was like all right i think i'm done with that and then like several months later they added the child of light thing and i was like yeah that's a selfishly i was expecting it to be shantae Oh, that really uh, that would that would have been because hear me out like way forward helped with the game they said that it was a an external character, like a character like from a from another franchise. Yeah. And that it was from like 
that it was from like an independent game, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so external character, indie game, Way Forward is already helping them with the game. It's got to be. Like, it all fits, and then it was something totally different. And I've, I've got nothing against Child of Light. That game looks and sounds pretty. I've heard that the gameplay is fine. Yeah, I played it when it came out, and it was okay. It's forgettable. Yeah. Not, it's I, I not think, amazing. I think it's the presentation bad. of it is the most memorable thing. I Anyone who's played it has been like, it's has, has more or less said that it is a uh, samey experience not bad just not terribly interesting yeah that makes sense but yeah it wasn't interesting enough for me to want to jump back in i i've i've sort of put it in the rear view although if i picked it up and played it again right now i i'd probably still have fun with it i definitely (laughs) still have fun with it but i've you know got other things i want to do bayonetta 3 came out like weeks ago and i haven't touched it yet partially because i haven't been in a position to buy it but you know do you own it? Not yet, but I mean, I will. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if, if if you had if you had picked it up. No, it came out like after after we came here, and I plan on buying it physical. Ah, okay. Um, I don't know if I necessarily actually will, but that's the <laughs> that's the plan. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't really well, had time to play it anyway, so yeah, eventually. Yeah, no, I totally will. It's it's one of the uh, that and Elden Ring are sort of at the top of the list of things to do when I get back. Oh, are you are you gonna go? Are you gonna to do the Elden Ring? I the the bottleneck was always that my processor wasn't it wasn't uh, advanced enough to play it. Sure, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. I I didn't. I literally did not have a system I could play it on. And that's no longer an issue because I revamped my computer a couple months ago. So that bottleneck is now gone. So I can just play it. That's oh, that's I'm I will be I will enjoy watching that for sure. The only reason that I didn't start it like immediately after upgrading my computer mm-hmm. is because or rebuilding or whatever you want to call it um, is because I knew I was going to be on this trip. And I didn't want to start Elden Ring, take a month and a half off from it, and then come back for a week and then take another two weeks off of it because of holiday travel. So I'm like, I will just start it in January when I'm back and things have calmed down. Because then I can actually play it and be consistent with it. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's what I, like, I don't want to take time off. Once I start playing it, I'm going to want to play it. Yeah, I imagine so with that game. Anyway, Soon. what are you up to? Uh, I, I, we, we finished God of War. Cool. Um, I don't. Well, I guess it's. I can't really talk about it. It's still too new. Uh, so I won't. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want people to. You know, it's like a game that came out. Yeah, the last like a few weeks, weeks ago. So, so yeah. it feels weird to to talk about. Yeah, it too don't, much. don't no no big spoilers, but generally uh, thumbs up. Yes, it's. That sounds like a hesitant yes. It's hard to it's hard to talk about without talking about the the story. There, there's some there's some stuff that happened that's kind of like, mm, um, and it's mostly just my interpretation of the writing of certain types of feelings, I guess. Gotcha. Uh, and it's leaving a sour taste overall. But the game is very fun to play, and a lot of the things leading up to it, like 
the side quests and the characters and the way some of the aspects are written are super fun. Overall, I liked it and I'm I'm not upset that I like bought it and played it and everything. So yeah, I would say a thumbs up. Okay. There's just right at the moment because we finished it last night. There's yeah, still yeah, a part yeah. of me that's kind of like, I don't know. So yeah, no, about one you. aspect of it. Mm-hmm. But overall, no, I, I enjoyed the game. I'm, I'm happy we played it. Nothing, nothing like that. All right, cool. And then I we've been I've been playing a little bit of uh, new Pokemon, which I know there's a th- there's there's some glaring issues with it. Yep. Uh, so I've seen. But overall, I'm having fun like exploring the world a bit and catching Pokemon and like it's kind of cool to just go do what you want and then do it and not have to follow a plan, I guess. But there's still stuff there. So like the structure is really cool. I like the, some of the new aspects that they've added uh some like quality of life stuff is really neat mm, yeah but the the polish of the game is really really bad <laughs> like even beyond the polish i think it's i think it's just however game freak or... it is it, like the presentation in general yeah like that stuff is it's 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 rough Very what rough. i what i have heard is that like from a presentation standpoint the game is hopelessly broken and generations behind in a lot of of ways that's true um however the core gameplay is the most fun in like decades in a pokemon it's really fun they're doing they're doing a great job or like the the that aspect is is great and honestly i i don't see myself not playing it like i'm having fun and a lot of the issues that so I'm I'm also easy like I don't mind playing something that's kind of janky looking or weird and yeah there's oh, some you know I don't right because there's some really goofy things that happen where lighting like you can tell where the light was placed in the environment and it's like confused on if it should be activating or not so things just like flicker in and out of place or all kinds of really really janky yeah stuff those like aren't that. things that you should be able to see that clearly like you shouldn't be playing the game and like understand the the mechanics and the guts of what of how the of how each like area is staged yeah so it's there's stuff like that that's really bad but i just i don't i just don't care because i'm okay catching the pokemon and then i i have a team right now that's made up all of dogs and it's it's making me very happy that's fun that's fun (laughs) i like i personally like a lot of that stuff, if it's not specific, if you're not like falling out of world, if it's not yeah, affecting no, I- gameplay and you're getting frustrated because things aren't working the way they're supposed to. A right, lot I've of never the, had that yet. A lot of the little graphic, and I haven't heard of anything like that. It's mostly just been like, it looks like garbage and there's yes. graphical bugs all over the place. Well, and, and it's clearly one of the, it has to be one of the least optimized switch experiences <laughs> oh i have heard i have seen some gnarly frame rate drops yeah even even during cutscenes, sometimes mm-hmm. like well the one that really caught me off guard is when it's in the beginning of the game sort of where you're in a classroom and the teacher's talking and it shows the kids and all the kids legs are moving at i i don't even know what it'd be it's like five frames a second or something like that yeah it's, and they're in the background and they do the thing where they kind of um they did it a bunch in arceus where the or rcs i don't remember how we're supposed to say it anymore (laughs) where where things in the background would become very very it's not even really pixelated it's almost like 
it's basically they just make them very low poly and then they change yeah. all of the oh yeah, the yeah animation yeah, yeah. speeds of everything so yeah, it was it's, happening it's the, even, like uh, you have the low poly far away sprite and the close-up high poly sprite yeah and then and then the animation is worse because it's you know it's sort of just a tiny version of whatever it's supposed to be yeah in terms of the the how it looks and it was happening right in the classroom where all the kids were, you know, moving sporadically in a way that's super uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> where, where the legs are moving like, dee, 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 as opposed to a fluid movement where you can see each jump of the, like, here's where the leg has jumped to, as yeah. opposed to it being a smooth transition like a normal human. <laughs> yeah. See, like, the all everything that you're describing is like, if it doesn't affect my core gameplay experience in terms of, like, I push the button and the thing happens the way I want it to. Yeah. I honestly think that stuff is hilarious and it enhances my gameplay experience in general. <laughs> but yeah. And I, I would say the, the only part that would be frustrating in terms of gameplay outside of all of if you, if the graphic things don't bother you is sometimes there's a bit of a. It feels like there's a bit of a delay doing something, but not not in action, like when you're in a battle or things. It's just other times where, uh, I don't know, like it takes a little too long Some when you catch a Pokemon to have it then transition to being like, hey, here's the Pokemon you caught. Oh, uh, yeah. Instead of it being instant, you know, there's like a second I, Like or something. load times, yeah. Yeah, which feels like there shouldn't be, but they're there because of the optimization issues. Right, and I've heard right. that Game Freak is really bad about that in the past. Like, I want to say, I, I read it's, something about it in black and white where there is a character where the model, rather than referencing the model, the character, and then having it get put into the space where it's supposed to be, there's just like 300 copies of the model, like in every zone of the game, right? But it didn't matter because it was the, the 3DS and they had the power to do it or the DS or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I was, that's what I was going to say. It's almost like Game Freak is a company that has been making sprite-based handheld games for 20 years, 25 yeah. years, yeah. and we're suddenly asked to make a console open-world game Yeah, in, like, a year. Right, yeah, because they, they had, they had uh, Arceus or Arceus, and there was that, that was, in terms of the way it felt... I liked the way that, like, I didn't have any problems with it. There were some weird things that happened occasionally. It looked a little, it did feel like a, it looked like an older game in some respects, like, you know, a PS3 style game. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't mind it because uh, that stuff doesn't usually bother me. I, yeah, I like, I don't really care if the games. tree looks good. Right. And it's it's funny because playing God of War, my, my word, talking about optimization, I don't know. Santa Monica did an amazing job optimizing it because I played on PS4, right? And oh, okay. Because I, I don't have a PS5, and so right makes that, sense. That game, yeah, makes it makes it hard to to do. But the yeah. the the graphics look incredible. The there's no loading times once you're into the zones. It's insanely well optimized. So then to play this is like wow, this is the this is a juxtaposition <laughs> to say the least of of a game that seems to have almost none to one that has the best like it's like oh yeah this is the swan song of the ps4 kind of thing yeah 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 and you know the switch has been around for six years so it's mm -hmm. it's not i don't think it's fair to say it's the limitation of the switch it's just the limitation of my my guess would be the the time or the I the think, programming that they have available or that they know I, how to I use think or whatever you could you could blame the limitations of the switch if it was a multi-platform game yeah that they were trying to put out 
on PS5, PC, Series X, and Switch. Yeah, like if you look at the Witcher compared to the other versions. Because that's a downscale in, in capabilities. Mm-hmm. Right? And then it's like, well, we gotta make some sacrifices here, and there are some things that are not gonna run well. Right? Like, if they, yeah. like, like Cyberpunk. Yeah, like, like or The Witcher, right? I mean, The Witcher's yeah, a good yeah. example, because it's on the Switch, and it actually runs pretty well. I mean, it looks ugly compared to the other versions, but my understanding is that it's alright. I mean, if, like, if The Witcher is even, like, that was at least on, you know, that was at least native to, like, PS4 and Xbox and Xbox One. True, but like, true. Now we're like a console generation beyond and the Switch isn't, right? Yeah. So like you're going down basically like the Switch was always kind of like a half a console generation behind the others. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's like a generation and a half behind. <laughs> so like I could see it if it was like made for the more powerful systems and then they had to like drastically downscale it True. for... uh for switch but it's made to be native on switch so like why are you making it not work on the only platform that it's on <laughs> right <laughs> like so that's uh it's that 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 is that i can see why people are upset about it's not something that i'm i'm still gonna have fun playing the game and catching the pokemon and then never playing it again but i'm also not like a diehard pokemon fan prior to sword yeah. and shield i hadn't played pokemon in since ruby and sapphire so it had been a you know 20 years or almost mm-hmm. yeah i like my my first like obviously i played gen one and then i played gold and or silver i forget which one on a rental a rental um, of a of a Game Boy game. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was like the only time that I ever did that. Um I didn't even know it was possible. Like my uh my stepdad came home from the from the store with it and I was like, You can do that? Yeah, I that's that's I don't remember seeing that at, at my the the local uh Yeah, I don't even remember where we were or how it happened. He just found a place that did Game Boy rentals and rented gold or silver and i just played the hell out of it for like a week (laughs) and finished it really that's so cool yeah um like all the way through to like the red fight and everything like the whole thing i finished um (laughs) and then completely dropped pokemon until like x and y Mm -hmm. like did not touch a single one of them for like a second so there was a whole bunch of stuff in there that i missed and then I sort of touched Sun and Moon. Didn't really get that into it. Played Sword on stream. Wished I hadn't. <laughs> and uh, and now I've, at some point I'll play Scarlet or Violet. I don't know. Like I probably. Yeah. But like know. that's basically aside from you know Snap and some and some spinoff games like that. That's basically my entire Pokemon history. Yeah, it's, like it's I like weird. the games, but I am definitely not hardcore. Right, and so that I don't have as much my, my my feelings of Pokemon. I think the because I had I had fun playing Sword and Shield, even though I know it was a mess in a lot of ways. But I think it was just the nostalgia of playing a Pokemon game at all for me that was fun, since it was still something in my head as from the past, like when I was a kid. And so I feel I'm probably biased in terms of what I'm okay with. Also, 
Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's like, yeah, that's fine. I I'm 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 playing this for these reasons, not not for it's not because I'm waiting for my next hey, this is the game I want to spend the a thousand hours playing or whatever. I wanna be I wanna do a tournament tournaments or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of that kind of stuff where I could feel some of those people are gonna have much harsher feelings about stuff because they're like, well, <laughs> shit, this is the game I'm supposed to stream for the next three years. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, compl- I, I understand that that would be, that would be difficult. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. We'll see how it goes. Maybe they'll release some sort of patch that reprograms the whole game. Cause that's what everyone's, everyone's like, Oh, they're going to release a patch that will fix it. I was like, mm, I'm not, I'm, I'm sure they sure can optimize can some performance issues, but like there are some things, there are some aspects of that. If you're talking about like, like models that are just like exist in three different, 300 different areas. Yeah. They're not going to fix like, That's not an optimization. That's, that is a, that is a foundational issue. <laughs> or, I mean, that's not a patchable found issue. Yeah. Probably. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. I, I shouldn't speak. Cause I, I really don't know, but it doesn't feel like something that can be fixed in a patch. Yeah. Also, they have to worry about releasing next year's game, so you know. Yeah, of course. (laughs) How much you want to bet next year's game is like a stadium successor? It could be that. Oh, but well, they have to do DLC for this, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So I I imagine they will. They will charge forty dollars for it. Yeah, they'll charge forty bucks, or it'll be free for people that have the subscription. Or they'll charge thirty dollars twice. Yeah, that's what they for did the two with. different versions because they did that with Sword and Shield, right? Yeah, I I didn't get it, so I don't know. I wanted to because I really wanted Squirtle because uh, yeah. I like Blast Toys, but then I was like, I don't I don't actually want to play Sword and Shield anymore, so that would be a waste of money. Yep, <laughs> so, pretty much so, where I landed with it as well. So I did not buy it, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was good. It's a good choice overall. Yeah. Would you like so, to take a Would you like to take a question? I I would. Yeah, that's where I was headed. Excellent. So uh, we have a, we have a new batch of questions. All right. Which is good. It came in just in time because we were actually out of questions as of the last podcast. <laughs> um, so if all. you would like to send in your questions to the podcast, you can send those in at the retro breakdown at gmail.com. What, one more time. One more time. That's the retro breakdown at gmail.com. All right. This one. Comes in from our good friend. Swoggles. Corin. Oh, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I left it out there. Um, Is it the male or female Corin? Not that, I mean, I'm guessing that's the reference, right? Or I suppose not. It could be uh, Dragon Ball Z or a million other things. I was just thinking Fire Emblem because we were talking Nintendo. Isn't it named Corrin? Oh, that's not Corrin. Oh, you know what? What? what is that character's name? Wait, sorry, what? Uh, I, I got distracted by something. Oh. Where did we, no, where did what's, we go? Is, what's the Fire Emblem character that has a male or female version? Is it Corrin? Corrin. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. That's Corrin with two R's. This is Corrin with one, but I just actually checked the uh, the email address, and it's Swoggles. <laughs> <laughs> I, guess that's, I guess I just got their real name. Oh, okay. <laughs> but not their last name, so we're still good. Don't have to edit that out. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, Swoggles. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, for some reason, it usually comes in from, 
listed as from from Swoggles, and now it came in from from Corin. <laughs> well, I'm glad I thought your name was just a, a Fire Emblem reference, or maybe Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it could still be uh, like, yeah, just because it's on the internet doesn't mean it's uh, real. Real. <laughs> All right, cue the music. In truly awkward fashion. Let's cue the music. Cue the music. Swoggles Corin wants to know if you could select an anime slash movie slash TV show for a game to be set in, but the game has no ties to the characters in that property. What would you pick? Oh, so it's just for the environment or the world? Yeah, like set in that world, but like not following the the characters that you know from that world. So it's it's what are the what are the movies or genres? Anime, types? movie, or TV show? Anime, movie, or TV show. Anime, movie, or TV show for a game to be set in. Yes, yes. And the game has no ties to the characters. Which kind of messes me up because I was about to say Mass Effect. But Mass Effect is a game. <laughs> I, I was actually going the other way with it. I was like, right, yeah, I want a Mass Effect. Be... I want a Mass Effect TV show. Hey, they asked that... us that question like a year ago or eight months ago or something. Oh, really? Yeah, they, didn't they ask us a question that was like, what, what? Oh, yeah. What, like video a game, game would you get made into want, a cartoon like... or an anime or something like yeah. that? And we were kind of like, oh, we don't care. But it turns out maybe Mass Effect would be cool. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, if you try to recreate the Mass Effect story, I'm not interested. If you right, actually yeah. make Commander Shepard the main character of the Mass Effect TV show, I will not watch it. <laughs> if Give me something new. you make a Mass Effect TV show that is about, like, minimum wage workers on the Citadel... I will be there every week. I think Cyberpunk the anime did something like that. I don't think you I don't think it's about the the character you play as in the game. I think it's just in yeah, the Yeah, I think that's true. Um, but what I don't know. I'm trying to think of the things that I like a lot, and most of it revolves around characters that would have to be in it anyways. So, like, if I were to say the Terminator series, it's impossible not for, <laughs> like, for them not to, you know, reference. Uh, Imagine a Terminator game with no Terminators. Right, right. So that's when I was like, well, is that, does that count? That's, like, what when, is that, when, Mad Max, then? <laughs> so, so it's like, oh, well, what's, what are the limitations of what can be in it? <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. Yeah, that's yeah. If it's a if it's a heavily character driven thing, that's really that's really difficult. This is difficult for me because I don't watch enough movies or TV shows. Yeah. Um. So I'm kind of trying to dig into. So the the idea. So okay. It's controversial, and I have mixed. Fe- I have well, I have no mixed feelings about the creator, but the the Harry Potter was kind of the game was going to be kind of a cool example of oh, that in yeah. a way, where it's set in the universe. None of the mm-hmm. characters are part of it and stuff. And I was I, I was for a long time like you know separate the creator yeah. from their work and stuff. But I'm having a hard time with it as time has moved on. If, if uh, she would just stop. Well, I, I so I was. In the camp of, I'm going to play the game, but maybe I'll wait for a sale. And I might do it if I get it for free sometime, like if it's part of yeah, PlayStation yeah, Plus. Yeah. But I really don't want to pay Because then for you're it. like at least not supporting or not supporting as much. Well, yeah, because 
she she had some statement where somebody was asking, and maybe it's fake, maybe it's doctored, I don't know. Was like, how do you how do you sleep at night? Like, how are you okay with what you do? And she said something to the effect of, "Well, I got I when I get my newest royalty check, I'm all of my feelings go away." I was like, "God damn it, you're right." Yeah, that's really hard to defend. Yeah, it's like, like yeah, you're, that you're I am, making that, this really difficult. Then. Yeah, right. Cause, I am <laughs> like that's what I mean. If she would just stop. <laughs> like, we're trying to overlook it. We're trying to be like, you know, it's whatever, it's fine. Like, just, you're still gonna just, it's a, it's the thing we were saying before about, like, where is the, where is the red line that you won't cross when it comes to consuming media? Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's like, we all want to be on the right side of these issues by not supporting people who are on the wrong side of issues. Right. But at the same time, like we are ultimately consumers of media and we want things that make us happy. Yeah. And if the things yeah. that make us happy were made by people who don't, then like the end result product is still going to be like a net plus for our immediate happiness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, I think we're allowed to like things and not, even if it supports the creator because they get their royalty check or whatever. Like, you know what? Universal Studios has a theme park. Like, yeah. your $60 does not matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it, but it was it was that personal feeling of like, damn it. I don't want to. It's it's really hard to pretend yep. like, yeah, your, your piece is not supporting her in some way, even if it's just a throwaway amount of, I mean, literally a throwaway amount. Of I know. I know. Has. It's. It's like the voting thing, right? It's like yeah, yeah, one yeah. doesn't matter, but when a million people say that one doesn't matter, it matters a lot. Exactly. So so it was so that would that would have been my first thought of a world that I like a lot that would be fun because I don't think that's a good the, one. The castle would count as a person, right? So <laughs> it kind of does, but if you got to explore the castle in a different time or a TV show, that would be fun. I would enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Or a oh, game, dude, I mean. what if you made a game out of the Mario movie? Oh, it could be like a whole franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have saved, you know, console gaming too, potentially. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot of potential there. Chris Pratt's a very relatable and very actor. And <laughs> no, all the time that he, he spent trying he not can't to sound be in like it, Chris though, Pratt. It has to, it can't oh, right, right, right. the characters oh, from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know oh, what Mario would do without Chris Pratt, stupid. though. stupid. <laughs> you know what? So, so you know iconic. what? I'm going to cheat. Okay. You know what I want is a game based on the anime Haikyuu. Because there are no, there are zero good indoor volleyball games. Like six on six volleyball. Like, I need my, I need a damn volleyball game. There are no good ones. None. The literal best Six on six volley indoor volleyball game in existence right now is volleyball for the NES. Still, <laughs> yeah. that's tr that's kind of crazy. Still, like nobody makes them. <laughs> Give me one. <laughs> I need my I need my indoor volleyball sports sim. Make it high Q branded. I don't care. Do it. That sounds honestly, great. Honestly, um. There are a couple of like, there's a couple of uh, Hajime no Ippo boxing games too mm -hmm. that I haven't played. I heard I've heard they're like kind of okay, but honestly, like 
Now, no, I don't know that that would work without the characters. That's the thing. It's, if it it's, was, it's if really it was a disconnected to, thing. You really have to like the universe. Yeah, yeah, And the yeah. world that's there. And then think of how that would they have an interesting time without the main characters. Because I was thinking, oh, the Matrix kind of cool. But it's, I don't know if, you know, without the threat of Neo, it's kind of less exciting. But I would still mess around with it. I don't know. The Attack on Titan games. You oh, play yeah, yeah. as a sort of like self-insert character, and I think the I think the main um, AOT characters are kind of like NPCs mm-hmm. in the game, so they're still in existence, but they wouldn't necessarily have to be. You could just you could have that same experience and just be in sort of a different district or something and never interact with those other characters, and yeah, that I can would see work. That. Yeah, sure. But I mean, that game kind of already exists, so. I will I will give you Swaggles' answer, because Swaggles' answer is actually really good. Okay, yeah, I'd like to hear it. Um, Outlaw Star. Oh, yeah. Like, he says, that world is amazing. Magical space pirates, genetically engineered dinosaur people, cat people, werewolves. Yes to all of this. Yeah, that would be cool. That's a good one. It's kind of like the, the Dragon Ball Xenoverse thing, right? Where it's like well, you have all the, these different you have all these different character types and you can just kind of like make yourself insert character out of out of these cool things. Yeah, except that the joy of it is also being next to the characters you like. True. Right. Like it's it's your that, that is a good example, except that the for well, for me, I suppose, was I have the, my dumb creative character, but then I'm standing next to all the characters that I know and like. Right, right, right. Um. So, like, I think that, like. Outlaw Star is a cool universe that has, like, really cool, like, species types, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but honestly, like, the I find that the actual, like, cast of characters is somewhat forgettable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, like, Gene Starwind is, like, every... Like spaceship captain protagonist, <laughs> like he, I don't remember a single. Now this is kind of unfair because Outlaw Star came out and then Cowboy Bebop came out like a few months later in the U.S. and man, yeah, felt that's, that's so was... similar but had so much more style and memorable like stuff to was... it. When you said Outlaw Star, my first thought was, oh yeah, Cowboy Bebop. Universe could be neat. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that Bebop came out and just was like, hey, look, it's better Outlaw Star. <laughs> and like, I like Outlaw Star. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. Like that was actually Outlaw Star is actually like my first real anime. That was like the first anime that I watched that was an anime that I and then, like I knew it was an anime because I watched like po- the Pokemon cartoon before that. Mm hmm. But, like, didn't really think of it like that. And there were other, you know, I'd watched, like, Power Rangers. I'd watched other stuff from Japan, right? Yeah, but you didn't think about it being from Japan. Right, exactly. It was just the thing that was on, and it happened to be imported. Outlaw Star was the first time I was like, I'm going to try to watch an anime now. Like, this is on Toonami, and it looks pretty cool, so I'm going to try to watch it. And it turns out it was cool. And from there, it bled over into watching DBZ and Yu Yu Hakusho and all the other stuff that was Trigun and all the other oh, stuff yeah, that Trigun. was on Toonami at the time. Um, but yeah, Outlaw Star was like the first one. And it was super cool. But 
like it coming out around the same time that Cowboy Bebop did really like did it no favors. <laughs> I, I'm having, yeah, I would agree with all of that, and I, I'm I'm having a really hard time thinking of a universe that I like a lot that I would wouldn't care yeah, about the where you can remove the the protagonists from it and it's still as interesting, right? Well, because so so so. If Terminator, if you if you can't have Terminators, that's that's all. Like, what about aliens? Can you have xenomorphs? Because I would play as like I mean I liked the I, I enjoyed the um, Alien Isolation game, and that was set in the that universe, and it didn't well, I mean, have like, the cast. Swaggles' answer is Outlaw Star because you have magic space pirates and cat people werewolves, and like. To me, xenomorphs fall into the same category of like, well, that's a species of things. Mm, fair. Like, maybe you can't have like specific, like named aliens or a the yeah, alien have... queen or whatever. Oh yeah, I suppose. But there's got to be more than one because they kill right, it and then yeah. they're still. <laughs> but like, you can still have like the core elements of it. It's just like you can't have. Like, you can't have Sigourney Weaver be the star. Is yeah, all. well, it's kind of danced around, right? Because it was uh, the daughter and all that stuff. So it's it's right. It's still it's also cheating since it exists. <laughs> also true. <laughs> also true. I don't know. I don't know. It's a it's a, it's a really good question that I would have I'm to think to, about. I'm I'd trying have to... to run through like the anime library of like you could. You could pull your protagonist out of this and insert a different one or, like, move the story over to, like, the next town over and have a lot of fun with it. I mean, I would say something like I liked the the, the movie and the, the manga of I Am Hero, like the, the generic dude that's fighting mm. the zombie apocalypse and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, But then it's yeah. just the reason I liked it is not because the zombie apocalypse setting, like, that's that's a dime a dozen. And I don't really care too much about all of that. What was fun is just the characters coming together and stuff and like what happened. Right. So then yeah. I don't know if, is it really that interesting? Then it's just a zombie apocalypse story and that's not new. Um, so it's sort of hard to, it's really hard to, to try and separate that sometimes where, Oh, what my hero academia literally Without any of the characters. I, I, could I see mean, that. there's a lot of characters. But literally just make up 30 new characters and give them new quirks. Yeah, they kind of did that with Vigilantes, and I, I enjoy that. Yeah. I mean, that, until, they, that until world, they bled them all together. That world is interesting. Or Ghost in a Shell, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got answers. We did it. Yeah, right. All right, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> My Hero Academia is, is most interesting to me because of the world. More like the characters are really, really good, but like the world where like this is how a this is how a world where everyone has superpowers actually works. Mm -hmm. That stuff is really, really interesting to me. Yeah. And you honestly could remove a lot of the existing characters and plug in different ones because like just seeing is part of the reason this show has like 150 characters is because like. You see a character and you see what their powers do and how they're actually using it to serve a particular purpose. And um, it's like, that's that's super dope. Yeah, and you could just put them in a different country and then it would, I'm sure there's other things. Totally. There's probably other super powered people doing similar things in another country and they just, you know. Yeah, literally like My Hero Academia Xenoverse. 
<laughs> where you could just create a character and give it. The only thing about that is like in a game context, you can't just make up a quirk, right? It has to be from some sort of preset. Oh, yeah, so then are the quirks characters? <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, that would That's, work. I that like that. Works. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah, right, I, I, I was like, oh, I, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I've expended a lot of mental energy on this and I'm done with it now. Yeah, me, me too. When it got to the point that I'm looking at things that I own, trying to get ideas from, I was like, yeah, that's just, this is a rough one. <laughs> it's a really good question. It's, it's good just question. like, it that's hit what me I in mean. a really weird spot because like, what, it's like, what TV and movies that you watch? And I'm like, I'm screwed. <laughs> Well, and and the drive of the characters is what is why we have you know endless remakes and mm -hmm. let's let's reboot the comic book universes and all that stuff, right? It's because that's what that's what sells. That's what people yeah. like. You you get attached to the characters or the idea of the character. Yeah, who's Very gonna who's gonna play world. blank blank in the new movie? Right. Yeah, and 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 even when it's the Lord of the Rings and the um, you know the uh, what the what the Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Re or um, prequels, it's still set in the universe, very explicitly referencing all of the stuff that you like, even if it's new characters and everything. So then it's, is it the universe that you really enjoy, or is it the the connection of these new characters to the characters that you like? Right. It's it's sort of a hard question to to answer. Yeah. No, that's a good question. It's that was fun. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like the that. question. It's just it it it. It took us places mm -hmm. like it, yeah. it took some it took some real mental energy to go through that one. And I've actually seen it before. Like sometimes I kind of cheat because I get to see the questions before you because I check oh, the true, email. True. So sometimes I, I have like the beginnings of a of a of an answer. Yeah, because this time to this time I also did, but then realized that I answered the question in the opposite in the opposite order and was wrong. <laughs> And had to come up with something on the spot. And that was way harder. <laughs> we passed. It's okay. Anyway, let's talk about Ninja Turtles. All right. So I'm genuinely curious. Why did you just like wake up one day and say, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan for the Game Boy. It what would, was, it would, walk me through that thought process. It's not as exciting as you think. You, you probably just don't remember that the Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection was released like a month ago. No, I, I remember. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, that's it. I own the game and it's like, hey, I haven't played this yet and I wanted to play the Game Boy game. <laughs> and since okay. it was on the Switch and I was up really early one day, I, th I said, I think this is going to be like a 20 minute experience. <laughs> so I'm going to just play the game and do it. And so and it was. It. Yeah. yeah. More like 30, 35, I think. Yeah, it was probably like 35 minutes. But yeah, no, I mean, that that checks out. Yeah, there, there was there wasn't it was it's not something I've always wanted to do and never got around to. It was more of, oh, yeah, this game existed and I never played it. Yeah, I haven't played. I played a bit of the second one, which I don't remember. One of them is about sewers or something. I don't know, but I never played the first. They're all late. about sewers. Yeah, but I think it's in the title is what I meant. Oh, OK, because <laughs> <laughs> you're very correct. <laughs> also literally the, the every ninja turtles property ever is about a sewer <laughs> no I, I meant the, i meant the title has something to do with it <laughs> i think i know the way you're talking about but i can't think of the full name right now but but the 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 manual for this game is i forgot to look up i forgot to look it up earlier and i 
I did it about a minute or two before we start the podcast. And some of the way they write sentences is super weird. Like mm -hmm. <laughs> the first there's one here where it says something about, you know, getting started to play. It's like put yourself in their shells, chop, chop. And then after checking out the tortoise wrap, <laughs> press the start button and the configuration screen will appear. The tortoise wrap. <laughs> like <laughs> I've never I heard the the turtle soundtrack referred or like the song, the turtle track sound as the tortoise rap. I, mm. I, isn't that weird? That's, I don't think I like that. Or they're trying to talk. I think they're just trying to do like that eighties, nineties, you know, totally tubular cowabunga. Yeah. Talk. Yeah. Because they're, they, 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 they call shredder the Kung Fu dictator. They talk about, <laughs> They talk about the Ninja Turtles as uh, at or how there's like a bad guy, a super powered high karate dude. And the high karate dude is all capitalized like the H, the the K and the D. OK, the, I, don't, I don't know. And then, dude, listen, remember, you can begin your reptilian rescue from any stage. However, to experience the all capitals grand Tortesian finale. You must begin at stage one and make it non-stop underlined through all five stages. Grand Tortesian finale? This what? is... So, I'm something of a writer myself. And I, I know what I'm seeing here. In the business, we refer to this as trying way too damn hard. Dude... Dude, when you get captured, you become a POF, prisoner of the Foot Clan. Um, that one and, probably could have tried harder. Unfortunately, throughout the battle, though, you'll find pizza pies that will restore a waxy <laughs> shine to your scratched and dented turtle. Uh... A slice of pizza will restore two points. A whole za will restore four life sustaining points. Okay, listen, I, I unironically. I unironically appreciate the usage of, of Za, actually. Yeah, me too. Well, they, they put it in quotes also. <laughs> Full quotations. That's kind of weird, but sure. <laughs> I, I think I've told you about this before, but there is a really, really good pizza place that we recently discovered in Columbus called The Wizard of Za. Oh, that sounds delightful. There, there's a place in Rochester called Just Za, and they had this. Um, they had such an awesome buffet of pizza. They, they went out of business pretty quickly, sadly. Oh, and both when oh, it was so good though. And we we would go um for lunch sometimes when I was working at Best Buy. And if you went at the end of the buffet, whatever pizza was left over, they would just box it up and give it to you. So one time we walked out of oh, there that's with like cool. five boxes of pizza. That's actually a bit excessive, but still cool. Yeah, well, I mean, there was there was like five of us, so we each got a box. It was really nice. Oh yeah, no, okay, that works out. <laughs> we got different flavors. It was so delicious. And yeah. then we a few more times of that, and they uh, were out of business. <laughs> so I don't know if the owners were overly generous with their pizza, or if they made too much, or they just because like there maybe there shouldn't be that much at the end of a lunch thing. Yeah, I don't there probably shouldn't be five boxes worth of pizza to give away to people. <laughs> um, like that yeah. may not be a sustainable business model. I don't know what this means, though. Um, so they explain one of the thing, one of the bonus games, which is just guessing a number. They and they 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 yell at you if you got it, and then you 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 gotta whatever. But then they say, uh, so with all that in mind, get your taco shell amigos ready for battle. 
then stick it to shredder, yada, yada, yada. What the hell? I've never heard of the turtles referred to taco shell amigos. It's like... It's like a Google it's Translate. Like he needed to... It's like someone needed to, like, make as many shell puns as possible. <laughs> yes, and then like just paid by the shell. Yeah, and then just decided to, like make a pun about taco shells and then took it way too far <laughs> and also can and like there's no reason to connect it to taco shells no <laughs> like it's not even like it's not even like a low-key racist <laughs> right like reference to like mexico or something no it's just weird it's, it's just, just it's have completely shells. out of yeah so let's so call taco them taco shells. shells. <laughs> and then they refer to the Foot Clan as... Um, Please don't say bad hombres. <laughs> no, no, it's way cooler than that. Um, so they're, they're talking about where April is, how she's befriended the turtles, and she's been kidnapped. So she's currently being held captive by Shredder and his radical ba band of punk rumblers. <laughs> Yo, where do I sign up? <laughs> Dude, isn't that fucking awesome? <laughs> The Foot Clan should forever be referred to as Shredder's Radical, radical band. band of Punk Rumblers. Punk Rumblers. I am so in. <laughs> Give me the Punk Rumblers. <laughs> I am about that life. Dude, I mean, I don't know. There's just so many. There's so many. I've never read a manual where... It seems it's, unhinged. It's just... Totally unhinged. Apparently, Michelangelo's favorite um, martial artist. He's a disciple of the inf infamous martial artist Vincent Von Vanquish, um, and he likes to go head banging with his with his nunchucks. Because he's a party dude. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a he's a party dude. But yeah, I've I've just the the I I don't know what it was. I was looking through it and I wasn't going to read the text because usually the text in the manuals is sort of whatever, like press start to start the game, right? But then something caught my eye and it was the radical band of punk rumblers like punk rumbler what the heck oh my god and then i was like oh, and I then you just this. it just snowballed from there <laughs> yeah. well let's also talk about the text in the game because one of the first bits of text that i got in this game is just like i may get it slightly wrong but i think the exact line after you beat stage one is the enemy must be nearby april is screaming <laughs> which like i understand what that sentence is supposed to mean but the image in my head is that april is just like standing there with them and then just, just starts screaming. screaming out of nowhere like she's a radar she's yeah, like over there <laughs> it's like it's like unintelligible just like ah! <laughs> And then, the like, Leonardo is just, or, or, like, Donatello is calmly just, like, the enemy must it's, be nearby. April is screaming. It must be over there. Like, the, like, the, the radar went off. Like, there's a, there's a blip on the radar. So that set me off on, on just the perfect, the perfect Dude, note. But the, I realized upon finishing this game that I have seen the end screen of this game before and like nothing else which one like the one with the four turtles or the one where the, turtles the text rescuing? scroll 
the the oh, epilogue yeah. text yeah. scroll. <laughs> you mean you mean where 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 Krang was apparently uh, turned to toast or perhaps vaporized, vaporized to, to milkshake? milkshake? <laughs> to milk, which that is, you know, it's clear. I really feel like the person that translated the um, game text also wrote the manual. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminded me of. As you were talking about the stuff in the manual, I'm like, this seems familiar. I'm sorry, I, I, I have to, I, I really have to read you the bit about Krang from the manual as well. Yeah, does it explain why Krang is the final boss and not Shredder? N- no. Because um, that's they, weird. So apparently Krang was a top-ranking warlord to on an alien planet light years away until he went berserk and was banished by the galaxy cops. None of this is true, by the way. Uh, during the struggle to dispose Krang, his body was blasted into a million bits. Also not true, Krang is... That is Krang. That is his whole body. Uh-huh. Um, after, uh, unlucky... Unluckily, his head survived. Uh-huh. Uh, after heading to Earth, he agreed to share his sophisticated fighting te- techniques with Shredder in exchange for a healthy body to match his warped mind. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they, I love that they're just making shit. Up. Let's just <laughs> retcon the entire, the entire <laughs> Ninja Turtles canon. We don't Dude. know what the story is, so just make it up. Shredder and Krang together, they plan to have more of an impact on society than Napoleon, Alex- Alexander, and Caesar combined. <laughs> that, what is that a political? St- like, are they running for president? I don't know. Like, I don't know what the the manual is. Like, Shredder Krang 2024? (laughs) I mean, maybe. (laughs) God, I might vote for that over over the other options. (laughs) Here, let me, I'm going to send you a photo, though, of the best. This, I mean, it's not the, it's not the best. The best is obviously the, 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 the rumblers. But I, I really enjoy the description of the brawling bikers. <laughs> These guys are of absolutely no value to society. <laughs> and it's especially funny because everything else on this page is just more or less telling you how many points you'll get for killing them. But, but the bikers, they're just of no value to society. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, yeah, you've got Torpedo Timmy, value 10 points. Nitro Burning Donut. The frosting is murder. <laughs> I'm so glad you saw it. Frosting that. is murder. Sorry, that like, just it, it, this is a visual gag, largely, but like nitro burning donut hyphen the frosting is murder. That's the frosting is murder is not a description. It's part of the title of the it's, enemy. It's part. The of frosting the is name. murder is part of the name of this thing. I've been just pink eyes <laughs> Yeah, value 10 points, value 10 points, value 10 points, value 10 points. <laughs> I mean, even the back of the box is wild, dude. Like, it sets it up where you have to, you have to go, you know, you better, uh, you better get back into your shell. Apparently they were out of your shell and start snapping away before April goes from delivering the news to seeing the blues in some new cement shoes. <laughs> because apparently... Shredder and Krang were going to, you know... Are the Italian just, mob, I guess? <laughs> we're just going to be mafia. That's their, that's their impact on society. Yeah, <laughs> this I don't is, know. like... I'm looking at this, it. and it's like, the description is like, value 20 points, value 10 points, value 10 points, value 10 points, value 20 points, value 50 points, 
these guys are of absolutely no value to society. <laughs> I want to know who wrote this and, and thank them. Now, <laughs> the thing is, like, that does actually make sense because the bikers you can't actually hit. Right, right. <laughs> so they have no value because you can't actually kill them. So it does actually kind of make sense. They have like they, they're worth zero points. They're un they're unbreakable. Mm-hmm. But they really went an extra step with that. Yeah, thanks, 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 translator mm-hmm. and writer. You really this person really went over the top in what they needed to do with this manual. You know who <laughs> didn't so really happy. go over the top? Is Who's that the designers? Oh, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> this game it's so weird the art is truly amazing for like for game boy yeah it's for actually a game really boy impressive game? but the you art know is really good but you know what that also means is that you have way too big of sprites for a game boy game oh god which means that you don't have nearly enough space to see what's coming and no. your jump is hilarious <laughs> yeah <laughs> Every, the game feels bad to play overall. It, like, it, not that the buttons do what they're supposed to do, and you can yeah, get through the game is, without too much trouble. But there's it is, a logic it is, to it. Yeah, but it's it's the classic Game Boy issue of like, cool, my jump height is about four screens. <laughs> yeah, basically. like four screens of height, <laughs> and I can't see what's above me. So we're just gonna go up there and see what happens. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it doesn't um, you much matter because real slow. God, you move slow, and you can just you're you're like invincible when you're swinging your weapon. It feels like, I mean, not quite, but everything dies. Like the 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 hit boxes of the enemies are very forgiving. It felt yes. it felt to me. Yeah, the 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 hit box on your swing is like it's kind of like above you. It's a little bit behind you. It's very far out in front. Yeah, um, which is good because it, it like. Because you are really slow, so the only defensive option you really have is to swing. Yeah. Yeah, you, you have to kill the... If you don't kill the thing, you're going to get hit. Yeah. Because they all literally jump on your head. Like, everyone mm-hmm. is constantly jumping on your head. Yeah, and it's... They are design spawns. Yeah, I mean, they are... Like, they are... It, like it's not like Contra, where enemies just kind of spawn randomly. Mm-mm. Like, it, it is a very deliberate, designed... Um, here's where they spawn. Yeah. You walk through the stage and there are, there's going to be a guy spawning here on this step going this direction. He's going to land here. He's going to like the whole game is very meticulously done like that, Mm -hmm. which is both good and bad. Um, it's better than like just random spawns because it means that there is a specific way to deal with every problem. There's a, there's a specific, you know, set of actions that will always, kind of work the same so it's consistent yeah um yeah. it's also really boring oh man yeah it is it is not it is not a fun game to play <laughs> i i was like 10 minutes into it and i was like huh this is kind of interesting usually i'm the one who recommends kuso because <laughs> like it's and i played through a little bit more of it and i'm like this game's a little too consistent and not quite janky enough to fit into the Kuso category, nope. but I was thinking about it. Yeah, it's also I, just I, not interesting enough, honestly. No, it's not. the 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 most exciting part after playing the game was hearing the the turtle song again in like the last stage. 
Yeah, okay, so I've got no complaints about the music. The music... <laughs> yeah, it like, turns out when you have the person that's going to be the future uh, musician for, you know, games like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, mm-hmm. that uh, you can... You can, you can you can really bend that Game Boy sound chip to do some awesome stuff because the music sounds good. It really does. Sub- shockingly so. Like it, <laughs> the Turtle Bop sound has never sounded better. Well, that's not true, but it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> it absolutely has. But, <laughs> but I was gonna say, like <laughs> the the music is good, and like you're already starting from a good spot because you can just have one of your stage themes be the actual ninja turtles title screen like title yeah, theme the the cartoon music which is an all-timer yeah i mean that's just to be to be honest outside of that the music was sort of it was fine it wasn't it wasn't uh and there were a couple gonna go that really impressed to. me the, the stage two music actually yeah. really was really good the others like the the sewer levels um uh, it you know the loop was a little too short i think yeah 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 um, I did like the one on the highway when you're like on the, on the cars. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was okay. That was kind of a neat stage. I mean, yeah. it was more of the same, but it was like, Hey, this is a cool, at least we're on top of a car instead of walking. Yeah. Yeah. A, there's, a tunnel. there's some, there's some variety here. There's a precious little variety aside from that. And then the, the techno drone, which is more annoying than anything. <laughs> Yeah, well, um, hey, they they did what they called the pink things pink eyesores. Yeah, I mean they weren't pink in the Game Boy, but that's fine. Yeah, so how would you ever even know? <laughs> like, I guess they told you. <laughs> yeah, I like it's it's weird because the I really enjoyed the music, but then some of the stages would I don't know if they were just boring or they'd go on too long. So then the music became it kind of it's it has a bit of a grading quality only because mm. of the the Game Boy, right? There's an yeah. aspect of it that. Um, where where all you're paying attention to is the music because the game is really boring. Yep. And so then you can kind of get sick, tired of the same sound. But I've liked the music quite a lot from the, especially the the turtles theme. Like that sounded so cool. On the, it on feels the, the it game. feels like they really ran out of time on this game too. Yeah. Yeah. Or they like, ran hey, out of time, or like cartridge space, or something, because stage one is so much longer than all the other stages. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's when I was like, oh, maybe this game's longer than I thought when when I was going through it. Yeah. And then one of the stages is, it's like twenty seconds or something. It felt well, maybe not that short, but it feels super short. It uh, felt like it was around a minute before you get yeah. to the boss. Like, in stage one, the thing is, like, there's like three or four different areas. Yeah, you go through different zones and stuff. So you've got like a 1-1, one, one, a 1-2, one, a 1-3, and I think a 1-4, mm-hmm. and then the boss? Yeah, the boss might be in the... I don't remember now. There's like three or four different zones, because I remember going in of, into the sewers and then back out of the sewers. Yeah, you jump out of it. I was like, whoa, wow, there's a lot of stuff happening here, even if it's going to be more samey. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And then like you do stage two, and it's just like one horizontal plane and then a boss. Mm-hmm. And like it was three or four, I think was like, I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're done with that now. Cool. Like you just go through like a a stage that's like half the length of one of the sections in stage one, mm-hmm. and then you fight an easy boss, and then you move on to the next to the next stage. Yeah, the so bosses like, are hilarious in that they do less damage than some of the environmental hazards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Except Shredder. Shredder was actually like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, he was actually a good boss. Yeah. Everyone else was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. And then you fight Krang, because... Because... <sighs> he lost his body. Apparently, Krang's head has arms. I don't know. <laughs> Is there any, like, in universe? You know Ninja Turtles better than I do. Is there any in-universe reason why Krang would be a big bad above Shredder? I mean, you could write it that way, sure, because he is from, you know, Dimension X, and he's could have been manipulating or like the Utrams or I think is what they're called are uh, maybe plotting against Shredder and using Shredder as some kind of pawn, right? Like you could write a story like that; that would be fine. So you, you, okay. it's him being the final boss isn't that outrageous? It, it is in 1990. <laughs> I feel like where. I feel one. like Krang being the final boss at the end of the Technodrome is a little strange. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird because the Technodrome sort of exists because Krang's from Dimension X and brings all of that stuff. Because Shredder's just like, you know, a normal dude He's just a dude. has eternal life depending on, <laughs> depending on, you know, which, which iteration of Turtles we're talking about where he can sure. reincarnate or something. Um, but other times... He's like he's not some genius tech person that made the technodrome. So it's he's I think a it's dude weird with to, claws, <laughs> right? It's weird to us because we're like, well, why wouldn't? Especially, I think the weirdest part isn't so much that it's on the technodrome, but is that it's called the fall of the Foot Clan, and the Foot Clan is directly Shredder's. So it's then it's sort of strange that he's not the the boss of the falling of the you know his radical bang, band of punk rumblers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that will not get old. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm not, he, that person, that person made, made my, just like, the game, I was, I was happy to play it, and I'm, I'm glad we got to play it, because it's something that's, you know, it's, I own it, and it's like, hey, that's cool, and I, I'm kind yeah, of curious you know what, to see what the. It was, a, it was a silly experience, and like, it wasn't bad enough for me to like, not have fun with it, and the fact that yeah. it took like a half hour to go through, it was like, hey, that was fine. It's, yeah, it's just the I've right amount of... I've spent longer than that on bad Flash games, you know? Yeah, it's, it's just the right amount of time for a game of this caliber. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So I don't know... I don't know what the other ones are like. The other... Because there's three total. Literally, um, the rise of the Foot Clan makes more sense as a title. Yeah, true. I mean, the fall of the Foot Clan, I suppose, is the result of you beating them. But, like, yeah, but that's, that's kind of spoiling the ending to your game now, isn't it? <laughs> and also, it never actually mentions that in the game. The rise of the Foot Clan, at least, is like, hey, the, the, we're presenting the idea of the conflict that you need to solve. Right, yeah. Yeah, like that's Contra true. 3, the alien wars. That's a problem. Let's deal with that's, that. Yeah, this is this one's the problem's already solved in the title. Yeah. Because usually you would think the fall of the Foot Clan would make sense if you were playing as the Foot Clan. You're like, oh god, how do we? How what happens? How do we to us? stop the fall? Um, I have you okay. I know the a lot about Turtles games and stuff, but I've never seen this. Um, because I was trying to look up the names of the, <laughs> I was trying to look up the names of the the Game Boy games because I I knew one of them was something. Oh yeah, Back from the Sewers. That's the one that I played. That's the that's the second one. Okay. And the third yeah. one is Radical Rescue. Okay, I, I never. Um, I never played Radical Rescue. It's labeled as a Metroidvania. Wait, really? 
Huh. Why is Raphael wearing that hat? Well, look, dude. So I want to play. We we might have to play a DOS Ninja Turtles game. I'm super down, just not for the reasons you might think. Oh, I want to play because I think it's. If you press play, I think you'll see why I want to play it. And like jump forward to what what. All right, so straight up, I'm seeing that Konami made a DOS game, and I'm already suspicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. I, uh, I didn't know this existed. Distinctive software. <laughs> I mean, this, this, is, this is something I Whoa, would Whoa, like that's to... a lot of Foot Clan around April. <laughs> yeah. This is just the start of Double Dragon 1. <laughs> Like, it is a it is a gut punch away from just being that. All right, let's skip forward into actual gameplay. Cause it it's surprisingly. When, when does it gameplay? Uh, like eight minutes in or something, or seven fifty, and then you you fight some triceratops. Which this are is actually... just all story cutscenes. What the? <laughs> this is wild. Yeah, like what is this game? Wait, is this a fighting game? Yeah, it's an action platformer. No, no, not fighting. Sorry. Oh yeah, okay. It reminds me of Prince of Persia, like the 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 way that it's the movement is happening and stuff. It it's like a ninja. I just didn't know this existed. Yeah, this is bizarre looking. Yeah, and those yeah, are know. like triceratops in like in like jumpsuits. Yeah, so triceratons are our part of the 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 turtle lore. That's it's it's not quite as i mean it's as goofy as it is but it also makes sense i mean well <laughs> it makes sense for turtles all right the old the old uh, sure. triceratons is there triceratons? like literally anything else to like this game is all oh, four no, turtles play is... exactly the same yes it doesn't matter what every you stage play as. is walk to the right and hit the enemies did, did you get to did you by chance see what the capture screen looks like yes i i lost uh i lost leo and 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 Donatello. Okay, yeah. It's... I feel bad for the way that they're captured, because it doesn't look... It looks like they're going to have a bad time. <laughs> yeah, it's not... It's It doesn't It doesn't look great. <laughs> I was kind of... It's kind of interesting to me, to be honest, because it, it feels like this game takes cues from, like, the first Ninja Turtles game. Mm -hmm. Like, the, the first NES Ninja Turtles game that everyone thought was going to be the arcade game, but it isn't. Oh with yeah, the, yeah, with the the infamous underwater stage. Yes, um, it feels like it takes some cues from that in the platforming and also the ability to like select each turtle and like when you lose one, they yeah, it's like, like the continue system or lives. yeah, the, the continue system is like okay, that turtle is lost. You have to pick a different one now. Mm -hmm. So like all of that stuff feels really familiar. Uh, to to that game, but then like a lot of the combat and like the use of the mousers and stuff and the way they attack um, feels actually a lot more like the arcade game. So it feels like it they does. took it feels like they kind of took some cues from both. It is Konami that I think worked on all of those, so it wouldn't yeah be yeah Konami surprising. had what was it was their Ultra Games division yeah yeah the um, uh, the hardcore. shell company to get around Nintendo's weird draconian you can only publish so many games on our platform in a year system. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, the the what company? <laughs> sorry, the, what did I say? The 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 shell company? <laughs> God damn the taco it. Taco shell company. 
Amigos. Amigos. <laughs>